Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm excited to have Junior Nyong'o. Nyong'o. Yes. <laughs> I'm nice. No, good, good. I Think about do- song. Song. And then just add an O at the end of song. Song. Yeah. So oh. then the, the Nyong, Nyong'o. Nyong'o. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I love that. It's like a song. Exactly. That idea of like Nyong'o. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Well, guys, we're in for a treat because we have Junior Nyong'o, who is a true multi-hyphenate artist. I'm so excited to have him. I'm going to, you know, put it in the bio real quick. He's originally from Nairobi, Kenya. Born and raised. Born and raised. That's awesome. Uh, he, we're in L.A. now, but he was born. He's from there. And he is an actor, both in film and theater. He most recently played Joseph Asagai. In the Raisin in the Sun for the South Coast Repertory. Mm-hmm. He also is the lead voice. I didn't know this. This is so exciting. The yeah. lead voice in the Max animated show, it's Tembe. It's not Max. So oh. Show Max is, oh, okay. is like a African streamer. Oh, um, that's like, so cool. It's like the Netflix for Africa. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's a bunch of different programming. And so Twende, this uh, animation is like, you know, targeted towards 5 to 11-year-olds. Oh my god. And gosh. it's the first 2D animation for Showmax. Yeah. What? That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. So you are literally in a new show that has not been done before for this platform. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I didn't even know you did voice acting. So we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> okay. And then not only that, you are a DJ. Mm-hmm. You have a DJ name, Freesia Flowers. Freesia Flow. I thought it was Freesia Flowers. Mm-mm. Oh God. Freesia Flow. Like, you know. Flow. Yeah. Why? Why that name? Well, you know, as you can see, I love <laughs> flowers. You know. Yeah. Yes, you do. Um, I love colors, and oh, as I was picking my DJ name, I knew I wanted it to be something to do with like flowers and stuff, mm-hmm. and I like the idea of flow because that's a kind of you know that's the state that I'm always trying to be in. Yeah. No, like I love that in any in anything that I do, um, whether it's acting or whatever it's yeah. just like being in a state of flow um is is the goal you know and yeah. obviously the flow like with music and and djing and anything so you know i i also love i'm a sucker for alliteration and, <laughs> and stuff and yeah yeah i think the freesia flower is cool and i like the way it sounded freesia you know mm-hmm. so i, I feel like, like there's freesia like flow. a yeah. allusion to freedom yeah true yeah. so yeah. there you go it's whatever you want it to be okay all right yeah well Tell us about growing up in Kenya. What was that like? Did you know you wanted to make art in that way? Were you encouraged to, you know, yeah. get into the into theater or acting? Like, tell us about your childhood. Yeah, um, you know, I'm the last born. I have four older sisters. And so I think, like, by the time I was rolling around in the family, you know, I think my parents were just like, all right, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like when you're the last born, the parents are like, you know what? Yeah. You're alive. <laughs> but that and, you know, I have really supportive parents. And so, like, they just, like, um, nurtured and, and fed all my, like, uh, instincts and and things that I wanted to explore. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, I went through a phase where I was really into golf I was really into tennis. Uh, what else? Chess. I was like a like a like a young chess champion, man. Yeah, I like really? I like placed <laughs> third in uh, like a regional tournament. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh it's my like, god! I've pic- I'll show you pictures. Okay. Um, yes, I need 
I need proof. I got like <laughs> super into chess and mm -hmm. so just like all these things. But you know, they they were you know as a kid like you have like some flitting interests. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but they just like super encouraged all of those, mm -hmm. and so like music and and art like. I, I wouldn't say that I have a necessarily like massive like artistic like family like wider family like yeah. extended family and everything, but like yes also, even though it's not something that they uh, everyone pursues like as a as a as a career, mm -hmm. like you know traditionally there's always been singing like at home mm -hmm. like you know when we gather together like singing hymns and stuff you know I grew up in a very religious household um, and. So there's always like there's always always singing always like uh, a lot of poetry. I mean, my dad is like s such a poet. You know, mm. like he loves po he loves Shakespeare too. Like uh -huh. you know, he's a prof he is a professor of, of political science, and, but mm. you know, he also speaks a few languages, and so like he's very in touch with you know those arts and stuff, mm. right? And so I think definitely it's it's from there. But also you know, uh, growing up seeing seeing my sister like in in I think the first thing. I vaguely remember this. I mean, because yeah. she's 10 years older than me. And oh, okay. Okay. And so, like, when she was in high school, I guess when she was, like, maybe 15 or something, I was, like, five. But I, mm. I, I do rem I have, I have, a, I have a vague memory. She played uh, Cinderella in a play. And what? I have a vague memory of, like, sitting way back in, in, in her high school production. I'm just envisioning Lupita playing <laughs> Cinderella at 15, and I am so just gagged by that image because I loved Brandy Cinderella. Yeah. Like that's the only Cinderella I I refer to. Yeah. When I think of Cinderella, I'm like, Brandy. Yeah. Brandy was Cinderella. I'm pretty sure it was Cinderella. Or was it? <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty sure it was. It, it yeah. was. Um but she also played Juliet, but I think that was much later. Okay. Um and, and that was like in a professional production um in this oh wow theater back home. But anyway, I I distinctly just like remember being like sitting way at the back have this like vague memory and just being like wow that's like <laughs> someone i know but there's someone else mm -hmm. like that's not that you know like and as a kid i, I it was like a little disorienting because i'm yeah. like that's my sister but like whoa she, this that's not her you know what i mean because she obviously mm -hmm. is so incredibly like just um transformative as she is yeah um even you know at 15 years old or whatever that's nuts um and I just like I I just remember I think that subconsciously stayed with me. Wow. You know? Okay. Um. Yeah. And so like, but music has always been like one of like my uh, my like I would say like my first passion. Oh, okay. You know, um, I like you know obviously every kid plays the recorder at some point. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I myself have played the recorder. Yeah. I was pretty good though. Oh, you also okay. have bells. Okay. Do you guys ever? Do you guys do like the like bells? The, yeah. I I grew up playing those too. Yeah. Yeah. And the triangle. And I didn't do the triangle. Okay. I missed I, out I on was, the triangle. I was killing on the triangle. <laughs> I bet you were. And so, like, I remember, like, <laughs> I loved singing, and and mm. and I I don't have an amazing voice, but I just like, enjoy singing. I love I love singing. I love like you know singing in the shower, or whatever, mm -hmm. and. I mean, I was like, what, 10, 10 years old singing Usher, my boot. Like, what? <laughs> you know, when you think about it, like, you're yeah, like, it's like what you don't the hell really is know I'm... what you're singing. Yeah. Why is John Legend, like, my favorite artist of all time? I mean, it's John Legend. I know, but, like, you know, the, and those, his early albums, like, once again, get lifted. Like, 
Oh, I yeah. mean, they, they were like ballads for my soul. I had mm. it's like I had this like aching like love. Um, I'm such a lover too, like you know what yes, I mean. Yes, you and, are. And and so <laughs> it's just like what was I belting my um like heart out singing? And we're doing this again. <laughs> like what? What do you mean doing this again? You're 12 years old now. You know what? You're probably thinking about oh, we're packing our lunch again. I have to do my chores again. Like you find some way to relate. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, <laughs> In your like last uh, two years of high school, you you have four subjects that you pick and you just do those four mm-hmm. subjects. Okay, and it was maths, physics, music, and drama. Wow. Yeah, because I also love like my my uncle is a is was my physics teacher and my basketball coach, mm. and so I also love like he's like he's super into like astronomy and stuff, and I, I also love like you know the sciences as well, mm-hmm. and like loved math. I had an awesome math teacher. I mean like. Having a good math teacher, life changer. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And so I loved the sciences as well. Like I was also, I, I was not just out here being <laughs> a, a clown, but you know, I a was a creative clown. Yeah, I was a creative clown, and like I was smart, man. Like I was, a, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love education and and stuff, and yeah. But then I dropped physics, and I was like, yeah. oh my god, because <laughs> you get to drop a subject. And okay. So it was math, music, and drama, and um, yeah. And then mm-hmm. then after that, then I was like, okay, like. I'm really digging the acting thing, yeah. And, and but you know, I I was m- maybe meant to go to the UK like uh, for for undergrad because you know if you do the British like system like a lot of my friends went to the UK for mm, for, for university, right? Um, and I got into a few schools, but my mom was like, you know, because in the UK like in undergrad they like they really focus once you pick a a, a subject or a, a, a study like. It's just that, you know, mm-hmm. my mom wanted to encourage me to still like keep kind of like a broad kind of education. So mm-hmm. just get doing a liberal arts degree yeah. was, was better. And I, and I love that because, you know, uh, I got to like try a bunch of different like things. Like I took a Russian for two years. You did? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Why Russian? I don't know. I wanted a language and yeah. like that was one of the ones that were offered that semester. And then I was just like, yeah. Did that prepare you for Stanislavski or like other ass- Russian acting uh, teachers? Well, <laughs> not really. Like, yeah, no. Maybe at some point, but I really enjoyed it. I also had a really cool Russian uh, professor. Like, he was mm. just like Michael, Doctor Michael Denner. Man, I'll never forget. Doctor Michael Denner. Yeah, shout out. Shout out to Doctor Denner. I think, he, I think he's still in my alma mater. Cause where did you go? Stetson. 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 Okay. It's in Florida. Yes. Oh no. No, we we like Florida sometimes, right? No. When? I don't know. I'm, there's Disney World. Disney World is there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Universal. Yeah. So did you do more theater in college? Yeah, like, you know, part of the, you know, I majored in, in theater, but it's not just acting. Like, you're doing all the, mm. um, like, elements of the theater. So, like, you know, I tried you get a chance to like stage manage, you get a chance to like maybe work the soundboard off. Mm -hmm. Um, You're working in the carpentry shop, like building the sets. And so I got a like a holistic, like um, kind of view of how the theater works, Mm -hmm. which was cool. You know, I got just a a chance to to flex different kinds of muscles and stuff. Yeah. Um, You know, I got to like direct a little bit in classes and Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so it, it, it piqued my my interests about how how it all comes together more yeah Mm -hmm. so that like when you're just doing your job as an actor like you can be more cognizant of how things are fitting together 
Definitely. Yeah. So we met almost ten years ago now, which is yeah. crazy. That, yeah. Um. Yeah. At the Oscars. And my, I was, and I was in my freshman year. That was your freshman year of college. Yeah. Wow. That was my senior year of college. Wow. So, yeah. um, we're dating ourselves. Whatever. But we met. At the Oscars, I was a presenter. You were there with your sister mm-hmm. uh, when she won twelve years for Twelve Years a Slave. Mm-hmm. Um, did what was that moment like for you? Do you feel like having that moment, seeing your sister work, uh, get this really amazing uh, recognition? Did yeah. that help you in your acting ambitions, or did that scare you? <laughs> I mean, this this is the thing. Like, it was all surreal for every for all of us. Like my yeah. whole family, you know. Like this was all happening at this at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and but from, I mean, from the be look, I knew she was gonna win that golden you, statue. You knew she was gonna win. You know, because I've never <laughs> been, I've never been so invested in an award season mm. as when as that time. I when mean, did you I know was, she was gonna win though? I. As soon as she won the SAG, I was like, okay. Oh, okay. We got this. <laughs> I was like so hot. I mean, I watched every, I, yeah. I think that was that was the year of, that I've watched the most movies in my life. Because mm. I was like, let me see what all these the bitches are up to, man. <laughs> you know Let's go I mean? back the competition. It was so exciting because I remember I was, in high, I was in my final year of high school. Mm. The day like she got, she, she called me to tell me that she was cast in the movie. And I mean, I was crying like it just was so it was incredible. It was Mm -hmm. incredible. And then going to to TIFF to Toronto International Film Festival to see for the for the premiere on my bucket list. I haven't been to that. Oh, yeah. It's on my list Um, for the premiere. I mean, everything was so like obviously like just surreal Mm. because this is my, you know, all my first time being around like people that you've admired for so long. Oh, man. That's how I felt when I was there, too. Because, like, I was there through this initiative with Team Oscar, the producers of the show at the time. They were like, we don't want to have models presenting Oscars. We're going to do a Facebook contest and just pick up college kids. And I just remember seeing, like, Alfonso Cuarón, who won for Gravity that year. Yeah. Um, Man, that was a strong ass year for movies. That was an <laughs> amazing year for movies. Yo, it was like, yeah, insane. Yeah. So just seeing all these people, yeah, that you admire, and you're just like talking to them. I still remember like meeting Carrie Washington, and I was like, yeah. oh my god, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> just, like at TIFF after the movie, yeah, we're at the like sm- little small after party, and I'm just like hanging out with Michael Fassbender, and oh we're, my god, I would lose my shit. We're sharing a plate of, 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 of chicken wings. Wow. I ate, you know, like at that point, I'm just like, how am I, what? I'm sharing a plate yeah, of chicken wings yeah. with a Michael. Fa- I, I, I love this What kind of wings dude. were they? Dude, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't remember. I mean, I'm just picturing Michael fast when they're eating chicken wings and it, that gives me so much joy. And you know, like, because I had just like a couple years uh, before that, like I had just seen shame, you know? Mm, and I mean, yeah. so already... Mike Fassbender, Steve McQueen, like, he's a, th- like that these, was already yeah. like my favorite. And my God, Nicole Bahari in that movie, yo, Nicole Bahari. Period. I, like, no, she's like incredible. Yeah, I like her episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, crazy, crazy, insane. Yeah, crazy. And she was in this movie with John Boyega about Miss Juneteenth. No, 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 that no, no, was, no, no. Uh, that's the right, one right. about the uh, uh, John Boyega plays a veteran who robs a bank. Oh yeah, wow, man. I'm blanking on the name, yeah, I'm but it was really like she's in there, like holding it down. Yeah, I'm like, she's, holy she, crap! She be holding it down. She be holding it down. Truth. Anyway, okay. Um, 
You yeah, so <laughs> so like yeah, and seeing, I mean, seeing her in that like movie, it was just like the most. I think to this day, the like one of the most inspiring moments of my life. Wow. Because I'm like, wow, that is what like hard work. Just like, just super dropped in, mm-hmm. like lived. You know, I'm like that's it's the standard. It's an incredible performance. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It, incredible and so like yeah from then like i was just like i mean as objective as i can be yeah (laughs) i'm like come on you know what i mean yeah for someone's first like major picture of course she had done like some a few of the films before that but like this is you know what Mm -hmm. i mean her introduction to hollywood as it stands yeah that's crazy yeah you know what i mean and it was of course super inspiring and i mean even when you look at the like the the video that 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 I'm so glad that at the Oscars her award was first mm. because we got it out of the way and now we could just enjoy, enjoy the night. Yeah, you know what I mean? So true. And just like that feeling, I, well, the rush. Oh my God, when her name was called, mm-hmm. I literally was crying. Backstage. Yeah, it was unreal. I was so emotional. Yeah. So to answer your question, it was just inspiring. You mm. know what I mean? It was just. I, I mean, because, you know, that's like, she's also, that's also my best friend. You know what I mean? Like, Aww. so being the, being able to be there for her in that moment, like, was so, so special, man. And someone I look up to and, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, you know, I also just like, I got my feet on the ground. Like, I know my, my path's going to be whatever my path's going to be. You know what I mean? And it's just have to, just like living in that, you know? So it was motivating for you. It didn't feel like, oh, she won the Oscar. Like it's not, that's too high a bar to clear. You feel you felt motivated after. Listen, man, that. if you if you're putting your bars for success or achievement on someone else's success mm. or achievement, you're just gonna be miserable, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, at least you you've definitely won for most um amazing selfie. I think <laughs> Yo, that selfie's <laughs> aged poorly. When you see <laughs> when you see the people in that selfie, bro. You're just like What? I thought it, it hasn't aged well. Like what's wrong with the selfie? Ellen's in that selfie, Kevin yeah. Spacey. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh. But Bradley Cooper's in it and I saw true, his true. movie Maestro. No, no, true, true, true. And he it like I already think directing is hard enough. Yeah. Acting yeah. is hard enough, but to do both at such a high level. I saw the movie at the DGA. Yeah. And he was just talking about acting and I'm like, how how do you do that? Yeah, I don't know. And then you have Michael B who yeah. acts, directs, yep. writes and produces Creed three. Like that's that's crazy. What? Yeah. 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 I don't know how they do it. It's insane. Oh man! I don't know. Okay. Um, No, no, but that's uh, of course I'm. Yeah. You know I'm being tongue in cheek and everything, but yeah, Yeah. that was definitely a cool moment. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we've actually worked together. Yes. Um, I slid in your DMs years ago. (laughs) Yes. To be in my a short film, Uh um, called The Blossom in the Night. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping by the time this episode's out that it'll be out in the world Mm -hmm. on the platforms. Yes. But um, do you normally respond to Instagram DMs for casting? I mean... What inspired you to say yes to my film? I mean, look, I just... So many reasons. One, we we met. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, we did meet. 
Yeah, and we had a conversation. We talked, yeah. and we kept in touch on yeah, like it, Facebook for yeah, like yeah. five years. Yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not a random person. No, you're not a random person too. Like, I, I just graduated from undergrad. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. And at that point, I had no experience being um, on a film set. Mm-hmm. So it's I, I, what like what what. I had nothing to lose there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like more experience to gain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was such a great experience. It was really hard. Yes. But you guys like killed it with the sense. You and Brittany, like to this day, I'm producing, I'm working on a movie with Jeff who produced the short with me. Mm. And when I look back on like how much stunts we had you guys do. Yeah. And how I'm like. How little time. Yeah. I'm like. (laughs) How did we do that? <laughs> I've always like said if I if I was t- to be able to to do like you know any action movies or whatever like I want to get to a place like in my body where I, if I can do as many stunts as I can mm-hmm. myself, you know what I mean. But of course, like all respect to stunt performers, like that is a beautiful art mm-hmm. form, you know what yeah. I mean. But you know to get to a point where like I I can be able to do some things like that would be like super cool. How long have you had the batteries back in the truck? Donovan, listen. Do you understand what this means? Dad is out there. How do you know, though? This hasn't beeped until I turned it on. No, we have to go find him. Do you not want to find him? I'm sorry, but there's no way we can go out there. With the poachers all over the place? To risk everything for a device that no one's ever seen before. If you have to go, go. I won't stop you. But it's a mistake, Amara. Okay, so what is your ideal, like, creative balance? Like, what do you see, what's the goal for you as a creative to do, like, theater full-time and then music? Like, what, what is your ideal creative life? My ideal creative life? What a brilliant question. Um, well, uh, the only reason why I do why I'm doing theater so much is one I've been in um in school getting my MFA in acting. Yeah, why walk me through that decision? Like why acting school? Yeah. Because there's a lot of actors that don't do that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> why did you feel compelled was it uh seeing your sister go to school or was it through your own you just felt like you needed more tools because I told you I was like you don't need to go you're a really good actor, <laughs> but <laughs> you felt compelled to go. Yeah, no, I, I felt and I knew this um, for a while that I wanted to be able to extract the most out of my instrument, mm. and to be able to do that it would help to, because not everything you learn in grad school is useful for you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, I you, went to film school. Yeah, exactly. You pick <laughs> you pick and choose, but the things that are, like, useful, I mean, I had uh, just the most brilliant Shakespeare chief professor, mm. Marco Baricelli. Yes, yeah, Marco. I mean, he is, yes. he is just... Yeah. Because you're a huge Shakespeare nerd. I didn't yeah. know this about you. Because I saw you in King Lear uh-huh. in the Santa Cruz Shakes yeah. uh, this past summer. And I'm I, I, I'm going to admit it. I'm not a huge Shakespeare That's nerd. Fair. That's um, fair. Not, not many people 
Right. And but seeing you play Edgar, I was like, oh snap! Like this is this is dope. I yeah. was like, okay, I'm in this yeah. story. Yeah. What is it about Shakespeare that you? What is it about Shakespeare that you love yeah. so much? That's a good question. Um, so it really started. So after I graduated from undergrad, I did a, a nine month internship at Orlando Shakespeare Theater, mm-hmm. which just involves like a lot of admin stuff. You know, any internship. You know what I mean. Like a lot of admin, going out to schools, teaching mm-hmm. as part of like the company of Orlando Shakes interns, um, and being in 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 like ensemble roles throughout their season. Yeah, um, getting maybe an opportunity to understudy some main main roles, mm-hmm. and also having master classes with the artistic director of the theater. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so we that's really when my interest for Shakespeare like peaked. You know, mm. when, when it was when it was like scratched because his like whole thing was just like making it make sense for each individual person. So what what what's your in with Shakespeare? Mm. And for me, my in was music. You know what I mean? Because, wow. Break that down, please. Because okay. I I'd, I'd see that. Totally. Shakespeare's poetry. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's written in, in verse. Verse lines, right? Mm-hmm. Have you heard of the iambic pentameter? Yeah, right. Da 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 exactly. da 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 Right. Yeah. And so in each verse, there's ten syllables, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is poetry? Uh, poetry is music. Anything with a rhythm mm-hmm. is, is musical. You know what yeah. I mean? And so his way of breaking it down for me was just like thinking about like finding the music of the language, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. And how it how it ebbs and flows and you know, turns corners and stuff like that and all the rules with it. And obviously there's, uh, yeah, there's like, there's like rules and things that Shakespeare did that laid out ro- roadmaps for the actor that it, it clues into how the character is feeling. Mm. So if, if, for example, if you have a, a regular verse line is 10 syllables, like I said, yeah, and then maybe, you know, especially as his later plays, you know, Shakespeare wrote 27 plays. And so in his later plays as he's like, you know, flexed out his craft, right? He starts to break the rules a lot, right? Mm. And so where you find that there's a section like in a soliloquy, in a speech, um, a monologue, a character midway through starts, you know, the verse lines is 11, 12, 13, 11. Mm -hmm. Then there's something irregular there, right? So there's something irregular happening internally too. Mm. And so that's like, already another clue into the psychology and emotional life mm-hmm. of the character. Yeah. And so, f- f- like, it's like scavenger hunting, man. Wow. You know what I mean? And because yeah. of my, my love for math and stuff like that, like, blending the two worlds of, like, of, of maths and, mm. like, creativity and stuff like that, it's like Shakespeare is just, like, a playground for that. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, whenever I get to work on a, on a role, for sh- it's just, like, it's it's exhilarating because I'm, like, mm. I'm, like, I'm now, like, a, like, a, like, a, like an investigative, mm. you know. Dude. And so do you feel like you delved into that more while at, at the UCSD? Yes, yeah. Yeah, for your MFA. Yes. I'm kind of fast-forwarding a little yes, bit. Yes, 100%. Back yes. with Marco. Back with Marco. Yes. And so, like, yeah, his class... He was like teaching us his like ten pillars for like you know understanding Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, and it was just like amazing. Like what what one half of his class was, we just like read. He randomized. We would read 
all of Hamlet in in a semester in a ten week period, um, and each class we would read a scene and you just like randomize who reads which part, you mm-hmm. know, so that everyone gets a chance to read all the parts. Yeah, and we would just like read, and he would stop us, and we would you know talk through these sections and stuff like that, and it was just like oh. You know, I was just like, I was in heaven. Yeah, I was in heaven. So that was the beauty of acting school for you. It was just total immersion. 100%. Yeah. Total immersion. You know, I had an amazing movement teacher, Stephen Bishop, an amazing voice teacher, Ursula Meyer, who just like helped like, uh, yeah, just like understand like, you know, using also the voice, vocal health, incredible, you know, like, especially like getting ready to, to play like a role like Edgar, which is so like transformative and uses all like ha- had to use all my, the range of my voice mm-hmm. to be able to do that healthily. You know what I mean? That's Without so training. True. Like mm. I just, I mean, maybe I could have done it, but then you, you run the risk of causing permanent damage to your voice or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So like, as well as like health and all these things, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, super valuable. I use the, I'm using these, all these tools and the thing is, uh, with the Shakespeare train, I use that stuff to, like, break down contemporary stuff, you know, yeah. too. You know what I mean? Because Shakespeare is, a, is a, created this language, man. Yeah. You know, all the phrases that we use, like, d- regularly, he, he made those up. Yeah. He coined them. You That's know? wild. Even the, even coined is from <laughs> him, you know? Wow, yeah, I didn't know so, that. Yeah. 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 So, going back, because it kind of went off a tangent, but yes. how are you feeling about this creative life that you're building? Oh, yes. What is the goal for you? Yeah, the goal, yeah, so the only reason why I, I've done theater so much is I haven't had a chance to do film, you know mm. what I mean? So the goal, I feel like, would be able to, you know, get, uh, you know, start a film career, film and TV yeah. career. And, um, Casting directors, people watching, <laughs> Junior and Yongo is available. Yeah. And he's very good. I've worked with him. And seriously, thank you so much for trusting me to work with me. Like, I was in my last semester of film school. I flew you out to mill to the Bay Area where we shot B-roll that we didn't even end up really using. And then, you know, doing stunts all day in the middle of the forest in L.A. Like, thank you for trusting me. But it's all part of it, man. Yeah. It's all part of the play. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, you know, build a a steady, like, you know, kind of, you know, film and TV Mm-hmm. career and be able to be able to do projects that I want to do um, and then just like be on my Idris Elba vibe and <laughs> and DJ all over the place yeah. like Idris Elba yeah. is like a legitimate DJ yes he is yeah and he's very good yeah he's very good yeah I will say I always get skeptical when celebrities become DJs course, because yeah. it's just like yeah what's going on like I was at Outside Lands yeah. and Shaquille O'Neal did a DJ set <laughs> he's DJ Diesel Diesel is his DJ name and uh, I have to be honest not the strongest DJ set I've yeah, heard okay. I was he was just go put your hands up put your hands up, like for like an hour and I was like okay like this is yeah what's what's the arc what's the story yes. like exactly know. and that's the thing about my DJing is like I always approach it with that like I'm trying to guide create a vibe, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to guide the the listeners and through yeah. a, through a, through an arc, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um so it's never like random. Yeah. You know? Um it's very it's very curated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. How and about so, yeah. how about the voice acting with uh the Showmax show? Tem- yeah. Twende? Twende. Twende. Yeah. It means how- let's go in Swahili. Oh, okay. Yeah. How, how did that, come that about? Yeah, how did that come about? So that was actually in twenty twenty. Um, you know, peak pandemic. My cousin mm-hmm. Kwame, who's a pr- uh, producer on the show now, 
um he you know just like reached out to me he's like yo like this this animation um is casting like mm-hmm. and i i thought maybe you should you know throw your hat in the ring for an audition yeah. so you know and at that point i hadn't i had just gone into grad school to start in this in the uh, in the fall of that of 2020 mm-hmm. um but i was at home in kenya and you know just like hunkering down like everyone yeah pandemic vibes yeah and vibes, yeah. I, I i you know i sell, sent in a, a self-tape auditioning well you know recorded um and then they hit me back for a call back um as a session with with the director for the pilot and you know i got on zoom and at that point you know that was like maybe like my third zoom <laughs> Before we were Zoom experts. Yeah, before we were Zoom experts. Yeah. yeah. You were like, what is Zoom? How do I... <laughs> um, how do I connect to sound? <laughs> how do I connect how, to how my do I audio? Share, share sound. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and so uh, hopped in that Zoom, did a, a callback. I think I did maybe an, like another one as well. Mm-hmm. And then they cast me as as the as Twende, the, mm-hmm. the, the lead role. Uh, which was like su- super cool, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, we got to record that pilot, and uh, in Nairobi, and then you know, as you do, like you know, they were shopping it around for a while, and we ended up like recording the the full season. I think has like maybe thirteen episodes. I'm not mm. sure now, but between 2020 and this year, like it's just been like wow. a it's been a long time coming. So we're going to end the show, but I have two questions for you yes. before we wrap up. Yes. Who is a current multi-hyphenate artist that you are loving right now? Okay. Like who, when you look at them, you're like, dang, like, how are they doing it? Like, that's so cool. Yeah. Wow. it's a good question. Um, I mean, for a long time, for me, it's always been Donald Glover. Yeah, that's like, I guess, like the cheap answer. No, no. But that's a legitimate answer because it's actually upsetting how good he is. at Everything like I watched the episode he directed on Atlanta. Yeah. And I'm like, he directed that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Damn. That's so good. Definitely. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that's yeah, I guess that is that's that's a cheap answer. But like, I just have admired him like Mm -hmm. for like a decade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like his album because the Internet. Um, when I was in like yeah my freshman year, like yo that was like a life changing mm. project, man. And yeah, just like you know, obviously from even Community Days, and mm-hmm. you know, it's just like yeah, he's he's like the st- he's the standard man yeah. for what my multi hyphenate is, man. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but is yeah. there anyone from Kenya or someone that maybe our listeners wouldn't know that you are loving right now? Mm. That's another good. I mean, there's so many. F- so many awesome creative folks out in in Nairobi, man. The creative scene is so crazy. Uh, like, I would love to get tapped back into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, shout out to one of my friends who's who's like such an like incredible like musician. He's a producer. He's he's just like so many creative director. So many like cool things. His name is Mwami, um, and he mm. just like makes how do you spell music. that? M W A M I. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Isaac Sekalala is his name, but his artist name is Mwami. Yeah, super cool. Also, another friend of mine, Kamau Wainaina. Mm. 
just a super dope. These names just sound like melodies. Like <laughs> that's what I love about Nigerian or African names. They just sound like songs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, did you just sing yeah. for us? <laughs> I mean, Tyler the Creator is also another cool. Uh, yes. That's, yeah. That's like dope. Mm -hmm. Doing the thing. Yeah, I yeah. love that. And then last question. Yes. What advice do you have for creatives who are trying to balance all their, you know, creative ideas, projects, identities? Mm. Just like do what feels good. Mm. I was just, I listened to, I watched the interview with Andre 3000 for GQ. Was it GQ? I think it was GQ. Um, before the release of his, his, his album. Um, and that's what just like he, he does. It's mm -hmm. like, just do it if it feels good. Mm. Not because like you want to share it with the world or blah, blah, blah. just like be that, let that be the thing that guides you. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Andre 3000 is like really in that bag right now where like, I just see on Twitter people talking about, Oh, he's just like playing his flute in Japan. Yeah. Just wandering around. Yeah. <laughs> and as, yeah, as like creative folks where like, you can always be so bogged down with like comparison and, Blah, 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 blah. All these other things. Cause like, you know, everyone is, you know, doing this. Everyone is a musician. Everyone is it's like, you know what I mean? Or yeah. everyone is then at that point you just have to find peace and does this feel good? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Guys, I don't know about you, but I am so happy that we had this conversation. Yes. And yeah, thank you so much thank for you. being here. Thank you. All right. This episode of the Break Out of Your Lane podcast was recorded at Pirate Studios in Los Angeles, California. The theme song is Pretty Carolina by John The Links. The show is hosted, produced, and edited by Tayo Amos. Video work is provided by Rogelio Salinas and Mauricio Sambrano. Thank you so much for listening, and be sure to check out our next episode dropping next Wednesday. And feel free to rate this episode and share it with a fellow creative in your life that could use some inspiration to break out of their lane.